Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend, offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards. So check them out at IlluminatusBrand.com and on Instagram at Team underscore Illuminatus. They'd have to be pretty fucking close to for these mics to pick them up. Yeah, it's the first time we're uh, recording an episode outside. Yeah, episode one of uh, Porch Pod. <laughs> but uh, we're we're taking a temporary audio to see the the neighbor's gardener is over, and we're trying to see if his fucking leaf blower is picked up because I don't want to record for fifty minutes and then just hear we <laughs> for yeah. For 50 minutes in the background. I'm actually surprised none of the white people over here have paid for the electric versions of those things because they are so much quieter. In other parts of the city, they've made it like a requirement. Like, you're not allowed to have the gas Yeah, those things are disgusting. It's annoying as fuck. Yeah, they're fucking loud and they just blow black smog. Over where I'm living, there's a gardener that comes to everyone's house like every day of the week, there's a guy there just running the leaf blower for six hours. Oh, I did confirm that it definitely was a little group of uh, some little Mexican construction workers, I guess, who got a bunch of those boards and were just like having the white people board up their shops. Oh, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty nice con for them. They probably made a good amount of money for fucking $100 worth of yeah, board. Yeah, so we're, we're coming to you uh, on, on the 4th. June 4th. So this is uh, from L.A., by the way. Um most of the rioting is stopped, but we're uh, we're in Sherman Oaks right now and down on Ventura, which is sort of our main uh, throughway here. They're at it again. No curfew tonight, though. Yeah, but all the businesses are boarded up and they just are spray painted with pandering messages. So yeah, like- so for a timeline, for a timeline, just so everyone knows, everybody in this area was super supportive of the protests. Obviously, that was murder. But then, at once the looting started happening. <laughs> And started, shit started getting burned down. White people got nervous. And then it came to L.A., and then on Monday, they just wild out. They fucking, they looted almost all of Santa Monica. They hit all the rich people areas. So then, Monday night, Tuesday morning, there's rumors that the next protest is scheduled for Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks. Which, which is, is our city yeah. more directly. Yeah, uh, that's uh, directly where we are. And then... Once that started happening, you see all these people, white people, I should say, on Twitter going, no, you guys don't understand. There's so many people of color and minorities that live here <laughs> that, like, they just won't recover. Like, we're allies here. This isn't the place. And it was hilarious. This is actually a middle-class uh, working neighborhood. Because on Monday, nothing was boarded up. Nothing at all. Not the slightest hint of apprehension. Go ahead and uh, take a look at the picture I posted on the Hidden in Plain Sight radio uh, Instagram and look at some of the houses across from the balcony we're sitting on. This is uh, this is not a low-income area. No, no. Now, Van Nuys, sure, but yeah. they fucked up Van Nuys, too, but... Once they heard it was coming to their their neighborhood, then it was, oh, no, this is wrong, guys. Like, the protests are obviously right, but this rioting and looting just has to stop. Destruction of property is not okay. (laughs) And then all these terrified white people just sprayed Black Lives Matter on their boarded-up shops like it was lamb's blood during the plague. Yeah, there was every store on Ventura has some variety of hashtag BLM or Black Lives Matter, we stand with you, uh, justice for George Floyd. Like, even a Taekwondo studio had, like, a we fight for George Floyd. It it got out of hand. It, it, was, it was to the point where I genuinely don't think they realize how insulting that is. 
Yeah, it's so obviously pandering. Because they're literally just acknowledging that the angry black man can't be stopped and we don't want him to touch our precious store. So we gotta we gotta make up a thing he that we're on his side. Yeah, these are the people like I've seen more of these videos too, where they got like groups of white people just like kneeling in front of a black dude. <laughs> and I just watched those, and I just like, guys, this isn't the answer to like literally any question on the planet. This is fucking stupid. Do you remember a couple months ago when it was a, a white dad and his son like chained themselves up like slaves and were essentially just like kneeling on the ground to try and atone for slavery. Oh, yeah, there were the dudes who put themselves in cages in front of the White House. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna, I don't feel like I need to tell my brethren of color this, but I think they know that those white people aren't allies. They're fags. They're queers. They're not gonna help you. (laughs) No, they're not gonna do anything except try to make you think they're on your side. Yeah, they're gonna pander, they're gonna let you loot for a few days, and then they're gonna not give a shit. Anyone who tries that hard to convince you they're with you, they're not fucking with you. Yeah, they they do not care. They do not care. They're with you for the clout. They which we saw a lot of. So we we actually by happenstance ended up in West Hollywood, in the in the thick of it. Yeah, driving right through the protest as it uh, started. And there was a lot of people just, like, clearly out there to take Instagram photos and post it. Oh, there was the chick over here that got blown up on social media for posing in front of shops being boarded up, pretending she was, like, doing it. Yeah, there were people uh, who were posing in front of, like, cops' uh, cars that were on fire, and, and, like, they were taking turns, taking pictures of themselves and their friends. Yeah, I told you, and I think I mentioned on the last pod, I was watching uh, some of the live streams, and there was the one... uh, Unicorn Riot, who does, like, a lot of the far-left shit that he covers. But, uh, yeah, it was just kids walking up, just like, yo, what up? I just want to shout out all my homies. Yo, all at me, at Doodog. Like, they're just saying their fucking Twitter handles and shit. And Any- just, like, it was just an opportunity to get follows. Anything for the attention. Even uh, one of the Paul brothers I saw today was, at, like, I think Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. Yeah, they're going to yeah. charge him for looting. Yeah, it was, uh, both of them were misdemeanor accounts. But Look, uh, I support throwing the book at all white people <laughs> that were arrested this week. <laughs> I say fuck them all. Oh, it really was annoying. There, there was a curfew in place all week. Like, you couldn't An leave your house. An early fucking curfew. Let's see, the curfew on Monday was five. Yeah. By Tuesday, it was one. Yeah. Then by yesterday, it was back to like six, and now I think they got rid of it. Today, I think it might be 10 o'clock. See, I think this is where New York done fucked up, because L.A., who has been through our fair share of riots, one could say, (laughs) realized that if on the first day you arrest people for looting, you'll probably stop most of the looting. Let's let's get to those numbers. I think uh, I got it floating around here somewhere. So L.A., let's see when this article was uh, written. Uh, so this article is from two days ago. I don't think many people were arrested yesterday, so I'm going to go with this number. 2,700 people were arrested in, uh, LA for protesting and 2,500 of those people were just arrested for breaking the curfew. So, so the vast majority of people were not arrested for violent offenses or anything like that. Which means they're going to shuffle, they're going to shuttle those dudes back to the station and then let them leave. Pretty much. How They're just her- going to get their paperwork. And- How heroic of you. Yeah. You've really solved everything. Well, the problem was I I went full, like, Red Zone channel on these protests. I had two separate. Oh, I had I had a I had the scanner, feeds, and yeah. I was flipping between KTLA and then Fox News when I wanted hatred. Yeah, I had two separate YouTube, like, news feeds split-screened on my laptop, and then I had the police scanner going and shit. And the first day especially of the protest they did not have enough cops because they nope they weren't arresting anyone because they didn't have enough people to like they couldn't tie up the officers yeah Yeah, they weren't prepared they couldn't waste a whole cop and a car taking someone to jail because monday they were actually fucking stuff up they actually set their only fire on monday santa monica got fucked up pretty good it did lead to one of my favorite pictures. There was this Mexican dude who looted the uh, van store, and they <laughs> they caught him running down the street. He had probably seven or eight boxes of shoes, just like stacked up, uh, balanced. What do you think the odds are he like just a got circus performer? All of the wrong size. I was thinking about that. Like nobody considers that when they go looting. If you go looting for clothes 
or shoes, you have to know exactly in that store where you're going. Like, are you stealing for yourself or are you stealing to resell? And if you're stealing to resell, Vans shoes? Yeah, Vans? You, you, hey, fool, you want to buy some Vans, bro? You're going to make 20 bucks? Fool, fool, I got these on the low, bro. You want them? I'm kind of curious to see if Amazon or eBay will allow certain listings of like eBay clothes gets, and shit. I don't think eBay gets to turn people away anymore. They need the they need everyone using it that they can. Because, but I mean, reselling clothes isn't that hard. What's going to be difficult is you. I did read somebody hit the Maserati dealership the other day. Oh, I don't yeah. know why they were dumb enough to leave their cars out. Well, Cassidy Cadillac down here, which is the the big Cadillac dealership in uh, the Valley, was they didn't do shit. Their their cars were in the showroom. Their entire building is just a giant wall of glass. They they were kind of asking for it, but by the grace of God, well, that's how I know they weren't hit. That's how I know L.A. really wasn't about that riot life this time around. They got in one good day of looting, and then nothing. Because if this was a real riot, they would have destroyed every piece of glass in that building. Santa Monica got hit hard. Yeah, the Downtown retail kind of got hit. retail locations. They went after pretty good on the first day. But the retail and, and pharmacies. That was actually the more interesting one. Is pharmacies and dispensaries. That was like day two or three when there were a couple good uh, police chases on the police scanner, where they were breaking into pharmacies and going. And they were all going. Well, there were. It was obviously at least vaguely coordinated because they all went directly to the pharmacy. And what else are you going to a Walgreens for? You're not going to loot a Walgreens for anything other than drugs. Vitamins, man. You, which, get, you know how expensive 5-HTP is? Which, like, I can almost guarantee none of these people looked into how they would actually be able to steal those drugs because you're going to have to break a pretty fucking big safe to get to the good shit. Well, so opiates are kept in the safe, uh, the safes that they lock up, but, like, benzos and shit, they're kept in containers that typically need, like, a machine to open them. But they also have, like, tracking shit on most of those, at least in the pharmacies I worked in. Oh, the- oh they don't know this yet because of the government said it. It'd probably freak people out. But they're already using tracking mechanisms. They've got video of all these people. They're already compiling databases. These people are all going to get arrested. Apple already came out and said that, like, anyone who stole an SE, they're tracking their location. Anyone yeah. who stole an iPhone or an iPad, fucking MacBook, whatever. Yeah, these kids are... They're tracking them down. ...are unprepared because they're, uh, they're using face scanning data. Like, they, they know exactly what you look like, and they know how to identify you. It's not that hard. Which is going to suck because if you buy a secondhand phone in the next, like, month, and then someone just comes to your door and you get fucking arrested... The yeah. best case scenario, you just lose your phone you spent a couple hundred dollars on. Hey, hey, if I tell you who I bought it from, can I keep it? <laughs> yeah, you know if, how big a pain in the ass it is to replace your phone? Come if on, I man. snitch, can I at least keep the SIM card? <laughs> Look, if I'm going to get stitches, can I at least keep my phone? I want to, uh, yeah, I I want to buy a new iPhone, but now I'm worried I'm going to get uh, the iPhone George Floyd edition. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess as long as you don't buy it anywhere on the corner. Or that's wherever true. else they sell stolen goods. But that's where it's cheapest. I don't want to pay full price. I don't want full retail. Times is tough. I never got my Trump bucks. I would love to know the total number of damage from the dispensaries, because, boy, did they fucking clean some of those guys out. Yeah, they hit two MedMen locations. A they generational hit- first, I may add. For the lack of fires, we did loot the fuck out of legal weed, which is a first <laughs> in history. No one's ever been able to steal legal weed before. And then, uh, what's his name? The guy who runs cookies, the rapper, Burner. Burner. Burner's dispensary, which I think is called Sweet Leaf, also got hit. So I think the total was like 39. Yeah, they, they did a fucking number on it. They did a good. Um, they did good. Although it's kind of a bad place to pick because they're required by law to have a fuckload of video cameras in very high definition. And a lot of safes. Yeah, they make it, I mean, now, don't get me wrong. If you go to a smaller shop, I'm sure it's not going to be that hard. But No, yeah. they're not going to lock away all their shit at the end of the day. But, but yeah, like the dudes who looted MedMen probably had to use some pretty good tools. Yeah, they got everything. Everything in MedMen's behind the counter and uh, kept. Well, I guess they just keep it in those fucking buckets. But I, I doubt they got away with much. But yeah, for my criticisms, I do applaud the rating of dispensaries. That was That was iconic. Yeah. Our generation will be known for some great things. 
Yeah. Stealing pills and stealing weed. Now, I just find it funny. The government didn't tell us that they had the cure to coronavirus the whole time. It was just police brutality. Yeah, it turns out that disappears as soon as we can protest. Apparently, that was all we needed was video of a black man being beaten and we were cured. And no one gave a fuck anymore. The Babylon Bee had a pretty funny, uh, like, fake tweet where it was from the coronavirus being like, uh, to stand in solidarity with our brothers, we're not going to affect and infect anyone associated with the Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I wonder what the numbers are going to be from this. Well, they're not talking about it, which means there's either going to be nothing or it's going to be a lot. All I can say is I don't think they're going to – a large segment of the population is never going to trust another expert again after this shit. No. And – I'm worried them not saying things is going to mean this is going to get extended again. Because we're, it's supposed to be over no, on the 15th, It's not right? a chance. Because now everybody's just going to go to work and say, no, I'm protesting. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm I'm operating my... Uh, they, no, I mean, they, they don't understand the loophole they've exposed. Because if I, someone says they're protesting, that do, you can't deem whether or not they're actually protesting. I'm protesting by selling food. Yeah, I'm going to protest by doing my job. If it's a protest, it's protected by the Constitution. Unless they just put curfews everywhere. Although curfew was well, also yeah, protected. If you're going to or from your job, you're protected from the curfew. Yeah, it's just people walking the streets. But if they think Donald Trump sending the National Guard as a vague show of force is going too far, uh, I think uh, anything keeping anybody from working anymore at this point is not going to There were a fly. fuckload of National Guard well, I guess actually, technically, it was it was the sheriffs we saw, but there was a no. I think we did. Sheriffs. I think we did pass the national guard because I was watching KTLA and the national guard was there. Yeah, they were definitely. But, they were out in force on the day we drove past. There well, were that was the other funny thing all about kinds the of fucking cops about the white people freaking out about the riots and boarding up everything is like none of them actually obviously thought out what it would mean if they got to Ventura Boulevard and were destroying things. Because they had the they had the National Guard blocking off the 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 off ramp of the freeway, and both sides of uh, Ventura Boulevard. I guess we isolating ex- the white people. We should explain the geography for people not from Los Angeles. So or for people who just love maps. Yeah. So, uh, like West Hollywood and downtown is on the other side of a set of hills. So. That's like its own separate thing. Technically, it's all Los Angeles, but it's not really. It's like New considered York, but tied not together. It's like New York, but we're just vaguely separated and not on top of each other. Yeah, so we're the the protest. Uh, the the area we're talking about, Ventura, is on the completely other side of the hills, and it's a very in different you would section call, of the population. And what you would call the valley. Yes. So there's there's. L.A. proper, and then you got the A18, which is uh, the valley. But yeah, obviously these people had never actually thought about what it would mean if they made it all the way up to Ventura Boulevard, because uh, people would be shot long before they got up to Ventura Boulevard. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to explain. So Ventura is like the line of demarcation. Ventura is the last street. Once you go past that, you're in the hills where all the rich white folks are. That's and then if you continue further uh, up that route, you end up in downtown. But so where the other rich white folks live. Yeah. So getting to Ventura, where all the shops were blocked off, I don't even think anything got hit on Ventura in no, Sherman. No, the closest they came. So I I monitored the scanner all night. The closest they came was somebody made it past Ventura and Winneka, and somebody made it, which is more Van Nuys. Yeah, more Van Nuys. This they never made it past. Van Nuys, but the other one was Fulton to Victory, which was close. They got close, but those people were just fleeing. Yeah. So the the cops showed up to protect the rich folks. Uh, they didn't show shocking. up. Shocking. They were there, and yeah. they had real guns. There were no rubber bullets coming from these guys. Yeah, the cops were out by like 11 a.m. They, yeah, they on, were oh, on, set up. On Tuesday, they were there almost all day. Yeah, uh, they were not going to uh, give them a opportunity to make it into the hills and start firebombing people's houses. Well, and then they got some eh, probably justified criticism for arresting the peaceful protesters the other day who were violating curfew and just refusing to leave, which is why I'm assuming they decided to get rid of the curfew. I mean, it is. So, uh, they, it's just a bullshit law, so they can make people fuck off when they're done wanting to. I mean, 
it keep makes sense track of the protests. It makes sense when people are fucking shit up and they're using one group as a cover, but when you get rid of the people fucking shit up, like, yeah, just let those dumb kids sit there. They're going to tucker themselves out eventually. Speaking of people fucking shit up, what, what was the deal with all the pallets of bricks that were just being dropped off throughout the city? I've Nobody that- knows. My, my sources have discussed it, but nobody has a clear answer. I made that joke before probably... It's a real thing. I've seen both sides acknowledging that, that it's weird and nobody knows who, where it's coming from. I remember tweeting about it in the, the Baltimore protests, whatever, five years ago. Like, where the fuck are all these loose bricks coming from? It was the same thing then. There were just, like, pallets of bricks that the protesters were able to grab from. Yeah. People were just... <laughs> Well, dropping them. I don't know who I mean, the fuck paid for them. That's one of those things where, yeah, you see that and you're like, all right, there's, there's at least a small amount of coordination going on here. Like to say, someone's helping. Yeah, to say there's no coordination is like, all right, let's not be foolish here. Or is that the government sort of uh, baiting people into being uh, but why? You violent can, so you, they can shut it down? I, you could arrest them anyways. You you get to shut it down more easily yeah, if they're but violent, if, though. but if you want to skirmish, I wouldn't leave an entire pallet. It's the whole point of a agent provocateur. You, you get if, the violence if, going, and then you shut it down with force. Because if that was planned in New York, I think it backfired. I haven't paid much attention to uh, New York, so give me, give me the York rundown is, on uh, New York has gone full L.A. in 92. They've really done <laughs> this right. They have fucked their city up good, and they have gone multiple days straight and... Do not see them stopping because their cops have pretty much been given a stand down. Like the cops have been neutered. So it's been pretty wild out there and they have been fucking up some cops good. There are multiple videos of cops just getting run the fuck over. (laughs) By protesters or cars? Protesters in cars. Okay. Or I guess rioters in cars. I don't know. It was no protest. Let's put it that way. The protest was long over when this stuff was going I on. I did see a video of the cops running over someone. The cops. Uh, they, they. Let me put it this way. By about midnight, those cops were fucking terrified because there were cops getting jumped left and right. New York went. They did it this right. They knew who to go after. If you're going to have a protest against police brutality, attack the police, not, not, not the citizens. But... Yeah, they they murdered a few of them. There, there's a pretty good body count in New York right now for cops. They've they've gotten some blood in. So uh, I'm I'm reading a Yahoo article on where these bricks come from, and this sounds like a very bullshit explanation. Who who funded this, George Soros? Yeah. What is uh, this from the Washington Post? These kinds of drop-offs are repeated all over the country with brick pallets, the Post read with, uh, okay, that was the conspiracy post. Turns out, however, they have been in place for 12 months and act as a barrier to a synagogue. Oh, the one in L.A.? Uh, Sherman Oaks, right down the street. I saw a vague explanation of that, and that one I might be able to buy just because those bricks aren't uniform in color. Yo, those bricks, I walk past that synagogue every fucking day. Those bricks were not there. Yeah, then I don't know if they actually put that up as a barrier because I didn't see anybody use any of them. Unless it's deeper onto the property because that's the synagogue I told you about where after some of the anti-Semitism shootings went off, that was the one where they had, like, armed military guards in the fucking... uh, Well, that's why I was like, okay, maybe in that particular instance those guys actually put those up there as a barrier, but it happened in so many other cities that it's just impossible... Like, even on the streams I was watching where it was, like, Unicorn Riot and shit, yeah, they found pallets of bricks, and they're just like, where the... F- Nobody knows where they're coming from. But that synagogue is the one where the rabbi was wearing a fucking bulletproof vest. Like, they're... they're I feel they war. can do better than a loose pile of bricks in terms of uh, protection. Know. But if someone's going to drive into your synagogue, I and guess... And also that, even if they had them there, that look, explains man, one location. What about the rest look, of the Muslims fucking really, Muslims really like using cars as weapons, so you gotta know your enemy. <laughs> They, they're a fan of vehicles. The only other thing I can think of for the bricks is this is a fantastic prank by 4chan or whatever they are now. Because that's something they could pull off uh, I'm from a remote location while making it seem. Now, I have a bigger mystery in who is the firework man. All right, hold on. Before we get to your firework, the mysterious arson uh, invading the valley, the other explanation given is... There was a pallet of bricks left for a homeowner's association construction project. That sounds like bullshit, too. Like, why are they leaving it in the middle of the fucking street? Well, it sounds 
stranger that they've left it there for 12 months. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense so, to me. So your explanation is they just abandoned pallets of bricks for years at a time. Not to mention, I walk around this neighborhood constantly. I've never seen any of this shit before. It pops up when protests happen. It smacks a little of magic bullet theory. Yeah, it's a little little convenient that just pallets of uh, throwable bricks seem to appear whenever a rally occurs. Yeah. Now, is this Antifa? George Soros? Barack Obama? Some combination of all of the above. Barack Soros? <laughs> Maybe. That sounds like a dinosaur. That's uh, that's the when uh, Barack Obama and George Soros do the fusion dance. <laughs> Barack Soros. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was funny because even some of these Antifa dudes who are obviously using this as cover because, duh, this is a perfect cover for that shit. It's the best cover they can get. They're finally getting identified by uh, the actual black folk protesting, and some of those videos are so funny. Oh, where they try and start some shit, and then the protesters fuck, like, yeah. beat the fuck out of them and oh, kick them yeah. out? Oh, yeah. My, one of my favorites was John Jones ripping the fucking spray cans out of that white kid's hands and the look of terror on his face. Before oh, yeah. he realizes it's just John Jones and all he sees is a huge ripped black dude ripping that out of his hand and yelling at him. I think we might have already talked about it, but J.R. Smith did the same thing where yeah. someone broke the window on his car. Well, no, J.R. Smith beat the shit out of yeah, someone. Yeah, J.R. Smith whooped some dude's ass. Dude, he whooped a white kid's ass. Yeah. Let's just put it this way. Let's be plain about who is the problem here. Now, speaking of problems, let's get back to uh, the fireworks man, who is a, a man of okay. your... <laughs> okay, so I confirmed... Your own he I confirmed the fireworks are real last night because my brother and sister saw them, so I have not been hallucinating. Okay, that's so, step one. That's a, good, that's a good first step. So it's not a fight club situation. I'm not the <laughs> firework man. Okay. Um, but I had noticed it last week before this had started, and they were doing it in a fairly coordinated fashion. It was always in a similar trajectory and a similar arc. And it seemed like, at the time, I couldn't tell if it was just people with fireworks who were just bored because I've lived in those areas, and that's a pretty plausible explanation. Yeah, it's uh, Canoga Park but, in North Hollywood. <laughs> but they did fireworks it. fireworks are every day. But they did it multiple days in a row, and it was in the same pattern. And I was just like, all right, either this is someone with OCD setting off a bunch of fireworks or, or something's going on. I was like, maybe... Maybe they're trying to time the fire department's response or police response, but it was scarce up until Monday. Up mm. until then, they would only do like one or two rounds. Starting Monday, they were going for like four to five hours straight. <laughs> now, they really started just going in, and they were shooting fireworks off left and right. They were fucking a ton of them, and I was watching it, and it was in the same pattern. I was like, okay, I know who's doing this, um, and eventually... By Tuesday, they started chasing him down. So I believe the firework man is actually the firework men. I believe it's a group. It would make sense if they were using that as like a sort of distraction to keep the cops from the actual protesting going on. Like they have to that's attend my to someone. That's my assumption. At first I was thinking it might have been a signal, but it was too frequent to be a signal. So I think <laughs> it was just... signal, the Antifa signal. I think it was just tactical cover, but... By Tuesday, I'm pretty sure they caught at least two of the firework men because I watched them chase them down. Uh, but as of last night, there was still one guy going strong, and somehow they never fucking run out of fireworks. I just don't... Like, we're not talking a small amount of fireworks. They were shooting off fireworks multiple days in a row for like five hours straight. You gotta get the good shit, man. And they're shooting you can, off. You can drive out of the valley and purchase fireworks illegally. And they're shooting off like two fireworks every three to five minutes. Because what they would do is they drop them, light them, and drive. So the fire by the time fireworks shot up, they were already gone. Did you see the video of the guy who tried to chuck a firework into the crowd and they picked it picked up, up and chucked it back into his, it in his car? car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the people actually protesting who who realize like, yeah, there are people here trying to fucking start shit. They they did not take it kindly. I guess we should finally get around to the point. We never, <laughs> this probably should have been the first thing out of our mouths. Uh, all four of the cops involved have been arrested and charged now. No one cares. No. So <laughs> Derek, uh, Derek Took Chauvin, who I called Michael Chauvin, I believe, all of last episode. Derek Chauvin, the one who did the uh, the old killing 
has had his charge upgraded from third to second degree murder. Which is a real murder charge. The other officers are going to be charged with aiding and abetting second degree murder and also aiding and abetting second degree manslaughter. It does concern me that they upgraded Chauvin's charge from third to second degree murder. That's a higher threshold they have to prove. Because he might be, because second degree murder is intentional murder. It's not premeditated, but they're going to have to, they're going to have to prove either his past association with that, with uh, Floyd or, or something happening just before that made him decide to kill him. But yeah, that's a. If they can prove that he knew he was going to kill him by kneeling on his neck, that would qualify. Like, Yeah, but you're going to have to prove at least I, a vague reason. If I pull out a gun and shot you in the head, that would be second-degree murder. That's I knew what I was going to do was going to yeah. kill you. I didn't premeditate it. I just did it. Yeah. So I'm kind of worried they're not going to be able to meet that it's a higher threshold. Standard. It's a, it's a ballsy move because, yeah, one, it could give them a much longer sentence, but, yeah, it could also get thrown out. No, I did read that one of the officers was, it was like his third day on the force. He had just graduated, and he was. Oh, man, am I, are, we, are we supposed to say something? Well, he did say something. He said something twice. He said, do it harder. <laughs> yeah, keep going. No, he did tell the guy to, like, get off uh his uh, neck. Uh, excuse me, officer. I uh, I believe you're suffocating him. Which will probably help him. Which guy is it? Uh, I want to give a shout out to him. At least he didn't fully murder the dude. Thomas Kiernan was the name of the police officer. Thank you for your half-hearted attempt to <laughs> yes, stop it. Thank you for a lamely attempting to stop a murder. You're truly the hero we should all aspire to be. I guess we might as well name all, all the cops. So the Derek, Fucking, I want names. There was Derek Chauvin, who uh, was neck kneeler extraordinaire. Chauvin is a very racist sounding name. There, I mean, it's, it's chauvinistic. Like, it's it's right there. It's almost like a false flag. Yeah, there was uh, Tao Thao, or, or perhaps just Tao Tao was the uh, Asian officer who just stood by and did nothing. Thomas Kiernan was the one uh, fresh out of the academy who tried to kind of stop the dude and then j alexander quang who quang he uh he looks vaguely muslim no he's not asian no no two of them okay so we got a whole we got a whole color rainbow doing this he looks a little middle eastern see isn't that the real diversity we're aiming for cops of all colors (laughs) murdering citizens everyone can come together to kill an unarmed black man i do feel that should at least be vaguely mentioned in the coverage that the other officers weren't all white. It just doesn't help that the guy who did the actual killing is the most stereotypically white man imaginable. It's very, he's the stereotypical abusive cop. Like if you were to ask someone to draw a racist white cop, he he reminded it would look me. Like him. He reminded me of the invaders from Home Alone. <laughs> Too bad Macaulay Culkin was not around to get up to some wacky hijinks. Yeah, where's Macaulay Culkin protecting our city? L.A. needs him right now. He could have rolled roller skates at him as he went to kneel on his neck and he could have tripped. (laughs) Who's going to rig all of our doors with paint cans? Yeah. uh, God damn it, Macaulay, you'll you'll let us down. Yes, they finally decide to do the charges. I don't know why it took them this fucking long to do it, but... I can say I sincerely doubt they get acquitted the more I think of it because can you imagine being on that jury and being the one that acquits that motherfucker? All, Those, it, t- all it takes is one racist. All it takes is one racist be on a, the jury. He will be a dead racist. All it takes is one. It, I think at this point they've chosen, they're, they're flipping a coin. You're either going to get criminal justice or you're going to get vigilante justice. I wish I could agree with that, but there's been so many fucking trials in the past where that's just been proven to not be true. Like, look at uh, the Trayvon Martin case. Look at uh, who was the chick who fucking killed her, Casey Anthony. Like, these were people, OJ, these were people who were clearly guilty. I didn't hear a black name. I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I I only heard white names that didn't kill black. (laughs) OJ said it himself. He's not black, he's OJ. That's a good line, but the, oh, the juice is full of them. No, there's there's been enough people who uh, uh, the well, other cops, the other there's I mean, been so many cops like recently who have blatantly killed someone and got away with it. The guy who shot the guy who was crawling on the ground crying and pissed his pants. Yeah, but this that one, guy didn't get charged. But this one they obviously seem to have cared more about. 
So it's I, I'm I'm not saying they won't acquit him. I'm just saying I could not imagine being on that jury and thinking even if he's innocent, I'm gonna acquit this dude because they're gonna figure out who you are and they're gonna get retribution. I'm telling you, if you look, all you gotta do is go through the hidden in plain sight radio Instagram page, and I will tell you a lot of the people who follow us are on the Derek Chauvin's not guilty train. Oh, there's there's a whole lot of you got to support the police. I'm and sure they believe much matter. crazier things than that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people who think that guy did nothing wrong. Look, I believe much crazier things than the police. That I, and like I'm we we live in L.A. Like, yeah, I didn't I didn't seen this shit. Like, come on now. Yeah, I, the South ain't dead just yet. They're all just I mean they're racist. Like that's I don't know yeah. how you watch that video and. No, man, it's just, like, all lives matter and blue lives matter. Like, you know how many cops are killed every year on the job? Do you have any idea? Those officers are out there risking their lives. Seven. Life. Seven. <laughs> oh, no, no, seven-tenths. <laughs> they included two black guys. Yeah, I don't, yeah, turn off Fox News if you can't. Like, it's one of the first times I've seen the, the nation unite over a, yeah, that cop fucked up. Also, shout out to uh, Drew Brees to... For saying, I'll never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag. Oh, and and then quickly retracting it once he realized that he was going to get run out of New Orleans. <laughs> and then Malcolm Jenkins, who's the, the safety on the Saints, told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I, they played that uh, on the radio. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why he thought he could say that and play football in uh, New Orleans. Not the best place. Which I believe uh, eight people were shot in... Uh, Protests in Louisiana? <laughs> Were they shot in the protests, or is that just uh, New Orleans carrying out their typical day to day business? No, I think they made the distinction. Oh, uh, okay. I think I think they knew it would be hard to tell. Because, uh, yeah, did you know there's actually no protests going on in Chicago? That's just how every day is. <laughs> every day, thousands been, of black people take to the streets. It'd have been funny if the mayor just came out like, we have more people killed last week, huh? Business. I don't see the problem. It's a good week for us. More people are killed by the flu than police officers. <laughs> why are we? Why? I still think my solution about... is the real answer, where we split the police force in half, and you have uh, hall monitors who are as are small, pretty much non-lethal arms, and are really there to do like traffic tickets. They're only allowed BB guns. <laughs> now nah, I would just give them a taser and a baton. You want them unarmed because the point is, is they're supposed to be unthreatening. And if you have them do all of the, like, the 75% of shit cops do that I'm sure they feel is beneath them, and then you let cops properly train to handle crime and action and let them handle the real crimes, like, I feel like we're going to solve some problems there. Because then you could actually talk to a cop if you know he doesn't have a gun, you know, worst case scenario, he's not going to shoot me. I'm going to be honest, I think cops are too fucking stupid for it to work. Like I genuinely, that's why like, I'm saying. I no, think they're too dumb. No, that's what I'm saying. We need to make it simpler. I think we need to limit the responsibilities, cut the responsibilities in half. I think all the truly intelligent ones get poached by a different agency, and there's not a lot of smart dudes float around the LAPD. But that's my point. My point is, I'm working with their stupidity. You make those <laughs> people the unarmed ones. Make them the one with the baton and a fucking taser, and you get to hand out parking tickets. I think we make should the just people, uh, burn it all to the ground, man. Make the people with the brain the ones who do the real crime. Complete th anarchy. Well, because none of this happens for real crimes. It happens for bullshit where cops are either just pieces of shit or having fucking PTSD and freak the fuck out. I mean, my, my sincere solution would be that a lot of shit just needs to be decriminalized. Yeah, I mean, I'm once again, I want more freedoms. Yeah, like, uh, drugs need to just be decriminalized. That shouldn't be an issue, um... Now, I don't know how you tell that to someone in, like, San Francisco, where they're pretty much, the cops aren't allowed to do anything, so people just get robbed from their stores all the time. It's, it's the way it should be. It's an interesting line. It's a fascinating line. I mean, once again, this is what the Second Amendment is for. That's the cop you keep in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, the, the portable cop. Yeah. I wish I could buy a gun right now. This has been one of the greatest weeks for the Second Amendment since like the Civil War. Somewhere Charlton Heston is just jerking off in his grave. People are going to buy so many guns after this. I think the black community is going to be legally armed to the teeth, like Dave Chappelle. They're, uh, they're going to come up with some reason why 
people can't own guns soon. Every well, state's going to be like fucking California. They're th- going to take our guns. Oh, would, God. I finally descended to that level. They're doing it. They're oh, going to no. take our fucking guns. Look, folks, they're going to take your guns. In fact, they've already done it. They're going to take the guns I don't have. They're preemptively taking our guns. They're taking... We, you don't have any, but you're not going to be allowed to. What the fuck is that movie with... Uh... Minority Report. Yeah. They no, know. no, you're going to murder someone in five years. We can't let you have We this. know you're going to buy a gun. But, yeah, that would be a fascinating test of the Second Amendment. If I get my Trump bucks, I'm buying a gun. I'm spending all my Trump bucks. Half is going towards a pistol. The other half is going towards a, a chain. See, I'm going to be charitable. I'm going to buy two guns and give one to a black child and teach him how to use it. Oh, yeah. That's our new charity is giving guns to yeah. underprivileged youth. Instead of cars for kids, yeah. it's uh, guns for kids. Glocks for guys. I don't know. <laughs> Glocks for tots. Yeah. <laughs> Carbines for kids. Shots for tots. There you go. yeah, yeah. yeah. Took three attempts when we got there. Ah, well, whatever. It's a fucking Thursday. Um, yeah, and then then we had the the protest last night, which was white bullshit. people are there so was, yeah. There was nothing. White people are so gay. Y'all got to stop letting us plan this shit. We come up with the gayest stuff. So their idea of of showing solidarity was we're gonna stand outside and we're gonna hold up a flashlight for nine minutes. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, I didn't Bravo. Even see that. I didn't know it was happening. I was just out on my balcony hoping to see somebody start a fire smoking weed. And brother and sister came out. I guess there was an email sent to the neighborhood. Oh. And I was like, oh, we're going to do a protest. I was like, okay, we're going to do something cool. And then they come out and put up their flashlights. And I was like, wait, this is the protest? And they're like, yeah. I was like, this is the gayest protest I've ever seen in my life. I got in a little trouble because I might have been saying that a little too loud because I might have been a little too fucked up and our neighbor was right there. But I stand by every word. That was the most pointless, useless thing I've ever seen. If there's one thing the world needs more of right now, it's meaningless, symbolic gestures. That's what's going to finally bring it into police brutality is yeah. meaningless gestures. Yeah, you really, that's all that ever had to happen. We just never did that up until now. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. If we, we've had flashlights for years. I didn't maybe, know they could end racism. Look, maybe black people should just be white. <laughs> now that's the science have, I can get behind. Have they thought about that? <laughs> we can, we can, what Michael the, Jackson them. The cure to racism is just maybe we should all be white. Or maybe like a Twilight episode, everyone becomes black. I'm pretty sure that's the next suggestion they're going to come up with, because that's very akin to the cure for home homelessness is homes. And that's <laughs> a real billboard, if people are curious. That is a genuine slogan they came up with. Yeah, they have uh, lots of those floating around L.A. Which, yes, the cure to homelessness is indeed a home. That's not really a, a helpful statement, though. <laughs> yeah, you kind of need uh, you know, money and shit for the homes. You pretty much just told the homeless people they have a sickness they'll never cure. Now, if I can get a free home out of it. After this, you might just be able to go squat in a building on Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> One of the looted uh, fucking CrossFit like gyms. How, I just, they're just not going to be able to keep businesses closed. I think everybody's just going to use the protest defense now and... A cop calling, like, if you arrest someone for what they call protesting, that's not usually an easy thing to get a... Other counties have opened up. We're the only ones who aren't open. Like, I was talking with that guy yesterday who lives in Ventura County. He said they're open. It's kind of fucked up because the restaurants are only allowed to operate at, like, 30% capacity or some bullshit. it's 25% or 50% for some people, for some stores, depending. But, yeah, like, I just... If the virus was that bad, then we're going to see a lot of bodies. We'll find out soon. If the virus is that bad, we're yeah. going to find out soon because that was the worst possible way to go about it. Yeah. It was a group of crowded people shouting, which gets all your fucking germs out there. Right next to each other, sweating. Yeah, just thousands of people shouting next to each other. Yeah, I feel I feel like the scientific community should have at least been like, hey, we're not going to say stop, but this is going to have consequences. Instead of like, there was the video of like uh, like nurses and shit in New York like applauding the protesters. And I was like, guys, this is so tone deaf. I just, I, it was a hard to fathom that they can't understand how that's not going to be perceived in a poor man. They, they knew they couldn't say shit. It's like how Fox News has been bitching about these protests, but wasn't bitching about the fucking other guys carrying guns and and threatening people like two weeks ago. 
It's the same, but like, it's just yeah. whoever, whichever side you support, you, you tend to overlook the flaws in their protesting logic. But the scientists were the ones claiming to follow the science. You would hope so, uh, but it would not be a good look for them to come out and say, you can't protest. So do we blame, would... so if they, if, if bodies pile up, do we blame the doctors or do we blame racism? I'm gonna blame Derek Chauvin. I'm just, I'm just gonna blame him specifically. No, that's too simple. Because I think it was racism's fault. Obviously, racism caused the coronavirus to spike. I wonder how shitty he feels. Well, since they put him on suicide watch, probably not so hot. Like, if you and ever I, had a day where you get too fucked up, you do some stupid shit, and you wake up the next day, and you're like, ah, oh, uh, fuck, I kind of fucked up. Not again. Imagine if that happened, except it caused protests. Except, All over the world. Except you had strangled a black man, incidentally. <laughs> yeah. Which I know is a hard thing to accidentally do, but... Yeah, that's... Uh, which I think would be my first line as the prosecutor. You know, strangling someone is hard to do accidentally. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's nearly impossible. Oh, he's going to do the thing where he... The, the prosecutor will 100% bring out a dummy and kneel on it for the full amount of time that Derek Chauvin did... It did if the, the knee don't fit, you must not acquit. Because they always do that in, in cases of excessive force, like in a murder case where someone gets stabbed 153 times. The prosecutor always reenact like one, one two, three. Is like, okay, we get it. 100 is a lot. It's like, a lot of reps, <laughs> it's I'm a aware. Lot of, it's a lot of stabbings. We get nine minutes is a long time to kneel. You think we, uh, you think we get a Mark Furman moment? You think there's somewhere a tape of him saying the N-word? A hundred percent. All right. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. You don't choke a black dude to death and not have tape of you saying the N-word. There's tape of me saying the N-word, and I haven't choked anyone to death. Yeah, I think one of the most telling things was how quickly his wife left him. And the more I've looked into it is I don't think she's hiding assets. I think she was looking for a way out. I think the opposite, because she just asked for their properties. She asked for a hundred percent control of their properties. Yeah, because he's gonna go, he's probably gonna either go to jail for quite a while, or someone's gonna take it into their own hands. There's really only two options. I mean, he's gonna have to be on like isolation, right? There's no way there's no way he can touch general population. He's he's gonna be oh, in God, solitary. No. For... I don't know where they put cops, but they're gonna put him wherever they put them. Because <laughs> I mean, unless they want him to die, they're gonna put him back on the police force. Is where they're gonna put him. No, no, it was, it wasn't. He had fentanyl in his system. He's acquitted. <laughs> I, I can't was, wait till they try that because they're so going to try that. That was an argument. Like people have already said he tested positive for uh, like COVID and fentanyl and COVID. Oh, he had COVID. Yeah. Oh shit. Why do you think he couldn't breathe? So I put down the zombie. Fuck. Yeah, they're gonna use all sorts of shit to try and explain their way out of it. It's gonna be hard to. Uh, argue that a guy on fentanyl was difficult to control though like uh, maybe the meth but fentanyl isn't exactly uh i think once get up and go drug i think once he was cuffed and pinned to the floor he was probably subdued regardless of intoxication status listen to those sweet airplane whistles in the background oh they called it an airstrike on us oh no we're speaking the truth too no much. Where are we at time-wise? I think. No. <laughs> if I still have the soundboard, I think we've covered what we need to. Unless you got anything else, uh, maybe we can split that into a second episode. I can close with uh, some good old Laura Ingram today oh, okay. on Drew Brees. I should have mentioned this earlier. So Laura Ingram, notorious for telling LeBron James to shut up and dribble, uh, today <laughs> God said, "Bless that racist bitch." Today said, "You know." He's Drew Brees is entitled to have his own opinion. Of course. Of and I was course. just like, oh, she really is the worst person on that channel, which is incredible. And maybe that's a, like a progressive thing for women, that she's the biggest piece of shit on Fox News. I don't know if she's actually that big a piece of shit or if she's just hot taking it for uh, ratings. Like if she's just the... She says it with a little more conviction. Like, she could just be the Stephen A. Smith of race baiting, where uh, she just says Hannity. whatever is going to piss people that's off. That's Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. I think <laughs> I think she's just a terrible person. Did you hear Rush on The Breakfast Club? Fuck yeah, I did. He's going to come back hilarious. on. <laughs> He's going to come back on. I hope they have him on regularly until he dies. Yeah, that was, uh, him and Charlemagne did not, 
Although they at least managed to have a conversation. They tried to. I actually thought Rush came off better than most of the people on The Breakfast Club. I thought Charlemagne and Rush both came off all right. They both seemed like adults. Yeah, DJ Envy and uh, Angela Yee don't strike me as the brightest of bulbs. No. Charlemagne definitely comes across uh, a little better. low-key smart. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, but I think yeah, that I, I had to I had to end with some good old fashioned hypocrisy. <laughs> good. So I th- I think uh, I think that's going to be it for the riots. Really, I think we finally we'll have monitor, reached the end of this journey. We'll monitor New York, but LA's gay and they're fucking pissed and they're done. We're also almost at the end of our COVID journey. What yeah, the fuck are we going to talk about? I think COVID's over. To be honest with you. Once again, Fuck. I think it's over or we're going to have a lot of people dead very soon. I'm going to have to start writing episodes again. Shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, I hold on real quick, real quick. I wrote down the first time we talked about COVID a few few days back just because I was scrolling through out of curiosity. Okay, You'll look for that. I can tell uh, my brother actually texted me and told me about us talking about uh, COVID on, on like February 20-something. Oh, earlier than that, our first our first coverage of the Wuhan virus. Episode 18, January 27th of 2020. My brother did also point it out. <laughs> we called it the Wuhan virus on the first episode. Goddamn right we did. You know what? My 2500 number, though, that I said, we're at like 2390 in L.A. So hey, we might not we, hit 2500 We in were LA. ahead of the game. But yeah, we've done, at that point, we had done five episodes with updates, uh, totaling a span of 24 episodes since first coverage. So that's probably about 27, 28 now. We've been talking about this for fucking half a year. Yeah, we did not think it was going to go on this long. No. The the podcasting gods blessed us. So, and now I'm going to have to start doing episodes about actual conspiracy shit. So, like, Aliens is the only thing left in this, what is apparently of the Avengers endgame of ridiculous shit, because we've already had uh, Kobe die, uh, coronavirus... Uh, let's throw in some riots. Let's go straight back to 1969. Do that all over again. Antifa's going to make a comeback. Q said, like, July 10th or something, we're getting aliens. We're getting disclosure in at, uh, four weeks. At this point, that's really the only thing left. Well, one can only hope. All right, so, Mamba out. Mamba out. It's our, our, our.